Hi, and welcome to the Seven Elements of Wellness podcast. I'm Trish DeMarcus. And I'm Lacey Wall, aka L-Dub. And we are the creators of the Seven Elements of Wellness lifestyle routine, dedicated to helping you feel good more than you don't. The Seven Elements of Wellness are spiritual, mental, emotional, relational, nutritional, physical, and financial. And what we found is that we're all living these elements. It's how much attention are we giving each one? Because where your attention goes, your energy flows. When you combine them all and they flow together, it's powerful. This really is a personal development program combined with an overall wellness program. We've had amazing feedback from the community and people are shedding weight. They are repairing their relationships, overcoming anxiety. It's helping with depression. It's a journey of self-love, a foundation to help you be the best version of yourself. Just be. And that's what this podcast really is about. We are dedicated to bringing you the best of the best in each of their elements. So whether you're on the beginning of your wellness journey or you're a seasoned biohacker, we can promise you that you're going to find value in each and every episode. Let's go. Let's see how many days in a row we can flow. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today and welcome to a fun bonus episode. We have Lacey and Trish here with us today. We're back. Hey, friends. Yes. Thank you for being here and thank you for creating this. It's truly inspired and changed so many people's lives. And I've enjoyed sitting here behind the microphone with all of our guests and it's just been a wonderful journey. Today, we wanted to all come together and have a conversation and let you two have the stage and share just what you're seeing, what you're hearing, give us some feedback, some advice. So I'm just going to turn it over to you. Yes, for sure. We're happy to be back. We've heard had so much feedback. My cells have been vibrating by just watching people's transformations and hearing their stories. And we've had so much feedback. And from the stories, we just we're excited to get back and be like, we need to talk about some things. Yeah. First of all, I just want to talk a little bit about Courtney's magic and what she has brought to this podcast. Just how she's able to connect with people Mm. and really just get down to it. She's just such an amazing host and um hostess. I don't know what we want to call you. Host. Host of the show. Um, hostess with the mostest. I mean, 12 episodes. Come on. Yeah. Been, I just can't even believe it. Been, and the quality of this podcast, oh Courtney, like, hello, this is legit. We are out here changing lives and this is a re- this is a real thing. So I'm super grateful. So grateful. Thank you both. <sighs> yeah. I love you both. We love you. <laughs> Um, yeah, we are having so many questions about how to do this program. And that's really what we want to share is that this program meets you where you're at. Everybody is different on their journey. Everyone's different on this wellness journey. And this is the basics. This is like your foundational support, right? Of all the different Mm -hmm. areas of wellness. The first and foremost, we're just trying to bring awareness. We're just trying to be awareness that, Hey, you can take care of you. It's okay. We are a whole generation, multiple generations in America of putting others first before ourselves. And when we really do put that oxygen mask on and we start taking care of ourselves, it kind of starts waking us up a little bit and we start growing. And that's where the transformation process starts is really being still with ourselves and working on ourselves. But that's what we want to talk about a little bit is like we get ourselves to that point where we're finally taking a look at ourselves and we're saying, yes, I deserve it. I'm doing it. I'm putting the oxygen mask on. And then sometimes we can have this overwhelming emotion about it all where you kind of like maybe second guess yourself or you're, I'm not ready. Yeah. 
That little inner bitch voice, right? Yeah. That's what comes out. It's our ego. It wants to hold us back and keep us safe. We don't like to be uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. when, well, when you start looking at yourself and, you know, realizing that you deserve it, you go, go into that self-love. You, you have to be very mindful, I think, of that of that self-talk you're having. And when you first start, it kind of can give you like a little kickback. Sometimes it gets, what do they say? Like kind of when you go through health stuff, sometimes it can get worse or more intense before it gets better. Yeah. Before you feel that flow. Yeah, Um, for sure. It's almost like a detoxing. (laughs) Because it's hard stuff and I'm not trying to dance around it, but it's like, it's simple things. We're making it a simple way you can do it, but it's, it's definitely not easy. And I found that it takes so much resilience, so much belief and desire desire to to want to feel good more than you don't and that's what I've been focusing on through all of the human experiences and the emotional curve that comes up when I'm feeling it because I've been doing it a long time and I can find a flow and I can feel like I'm doing it you know and then life happens right and that's what I think that this program is about is that Life continues to happen and it just helps us. This program makes it so when life does happen, we get up a little bit quicker and a little bit easier. Oh, that's what I call surfing, right? She calls it surfing. I call it surfing. You're getting back on the surfboard yeah, because life is going to happen. So we're riding these waves and then, you know, we're going to have those waves that knock us down. But it's like, are you willing to get back on the board? You know, you know what you want, but what will you do? the will to get up on that board. And then you make those adjustments, you know, you've learned by experiencing it and putting yourself out there and, and trying it yeah, and believing in yourself. And then it gets easier. So sometimes those waves come and you don't even notice them or you're busy riding another wave, or maybe it does knock you down again, but you know that it's how you get back up on that board again. Yeah. So ride those waves. That's ride, that emotional, ride that emotional <laughs> curve. So for the program too, there's people that are just starting that have never done the challenge, right? But we also have people that have been doing this for like, 200 days. So they're on a way different part of this journey. And for some people, like, for example, I know exactly, you know, eight years ago, I remember cutting out sugar for the first time. I remember deciding to do a challenge, a 30 day, no sugar challenge and having that awareness of, oh my gosh, it's in every single thing that we eat. It's in everything. Lemon pepper seasoning, you can't get away from it. And how many different hidden names are sugar? So that was just like my own little nutritional awakening, right? And there's people that that is where they're at. But then there's people that this is now habits. And that's the whole point of this is this is not a to-do list. It's not a Mm. check off these things list. We have enough of those. We're never going to be done with things we have to do. We get to do these things. We get to take care of ourselves. We get to be. And this Mm. list, these things help us to be the best version of us. That's already in there. We just get to remember it. That's all we're doing. But this program, so like I said, there's people that have been doing it for a long time. You've heard their testimonials. It's transforming their life. The one consistent thing is they're choosing. They're showing up every day for themselves. But it also becomes habit, which is what is amazing, right? Or what do we call our new norm? It's our new norm. It becomes habits. So it's like brushing your teeth or making your bed. Like it's not exciting. It's not fun anymore. And they're like getting a little bored. They feel like, what's next? And we've had several people like, what's next now? For sure. We got to dive deeper. So that's what we want to talk about yeah. today. Integrations. Integrations. Mm-hmm. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. Cause it's like when we started this program, like on the relational element, right? It's like, look someone in the eye or smile at someone. You know, when at, there was a point in my life where that was a really really difficult, hard thing for me to do. And I know from stories that it's been hard for others too. So that's a good place to start. Well, now that I got that on on lock, you know, it's like diving deeper in that. Like, how can I dive deeper in my relationships? And that's not just with others, but with myself, because that's, that's the whole basis for me is to like see other people's elements so I can better under, understand them. But relationship more to me now is like with yourself. 
is when you better understand yourself and you can better understand others too. So it's diving deeper in that self-love because that's the goal of the, of the whole elements program is to put that oxygen mask on yourself first. So really like, it's not about always being interactive in a social, social setting, right? Sometimes it's that relationship with yourself that how does it integrate into the other elements of your life as well? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. I think for me, it's showing up more of, I don't have, I have never struggled with like looking people in the eyes or smiling, right? I haven't had social anxiety. There are a lot of people do, and this has helped people just that checklist item, right? To right. make eye contact and share it has. And I love diving deeper with yourself. For me, it's also been focusing on maybe relationships that I have let go to the wayside because they're the closest people to me, right? Those people sometimes get the least amount or the last attention because we know they're always there. And so just maybe pouring a little more attention to send a little handwritten note or a phone call. We don't, we don't call. Does anybody call and talk on the phone anymore? It's been coming up lately though, right? We have become more relational because I've been noticing how I've been like, why don't you just call them? Why don't we just call them? Yeah. So yeah. Let's say that is a thing. Yeah, like make a phone call. Make a phone call. Surprise somebody. Make dinner for someone that really needs it. It's just really an opportunity to serve too. So you can always dive deeper. And maybe that's what we're going to start talking. Let's start with... Yeah, let's start with spiritual. Spiritual and and talk about different ways that we've come up with. And I'd love... This is what's also amazing about this. Create your own. If you're bored... Challenge yourself and create your own element challenge. Right. It's always and been share it with version. us. I'd love to hear it because maybe we'll really come up with a future integration program. But right now, let's find your flow and find your thing. So for spiritual, what do you think, Lace? What ways to dive deeper? So there's different ways of, of meditation, right? We talk about this because some a lot of people have it in their head that meditation has to be a certain way. And I'm a real big believer of moving meditation because I have no, been known to have a very um, active nervous system. You know, so sometimes just going straight to just sit down and, and go to a happy place um, that hasn't always worked for me. So to calm my mind down, I've done moving meditations where I, I, I find, you know, there's so many different ways to find meditations. You just, I want a moving meditation. So look that up on any of your forums or apps. Or, but there's this one particular one that I really enjoy. It's about seven minutes and it goes through and you just take a walk and he takes you through each of your senses. Right. And it helps me to stop the thinking mind and really observe and to look at something without any judgment because my overactive nervous system likes to think it's in fight or flight. Right. So I'm automatically going to a thinking thing and judging everything that I see. Like, am I safe? Right. So it's it's training my brain. And that's why the practice of sitting even for seven minutes or even if you can only do it for two minutes. And that's the thing people get hung up on. I can't do it for that long or whatever. But we can talk about that more later. But really, it's about, you know, that space between your thoughts. That's what I learned about when I first started meditation, because I would be like, I either fall asleep or I just I'm like, I'm just thinking too much, thinking about the most random things. And it, it was knowing that that's okay. There's no one way to do it. There's no, there's no right or wrong. There's no right or wrong. Mm-mm. There's no right or wrong. And really just that phrase of, oh, it's the space between my thoughts. And the more that you can create more attention to that space. And allow it. And allow it. Mm-hmm. And you can sit with yourself a little better. But I try it with the senses first. And then when you're doing that and you're like, just like, oh, there's a tree. Or you're just noticing shadows or, yeah. or the way that the, your clothes feel on your body or the breeze. Or you're like, oh, there's a bird. The power, you're just saying the power's in the present moment. Yeah, and that's what I've been really been working on. And and now hearing myself, I'm like, wow, I know how to be in the present moment a little bit better than I ever have. I was at a point when I started this kind of stuff that I didn't think that I could do it. 
and it's frustrating. It's overwhelming. And we get a lot of tips and we, we give you a lot of resources. We get people a lot of resources because we want people to have options, but it can feel overwhelming. So that's when it's just bring it back to yourself. And that's what it's about is like, just take a moment with yourself and find that space between your thoughts. And then, then you get to see what happens. Yeah. For the spiritual element too, I mean, it is be still or meditate and ways to integrate deeper too is try something new in that or really kind of dive deeper into your beliefs and and why. I think for me, I started truly, like you, I had a label, I had a label upon me of ADD and have been always thinking, I'm too fidgety, I can't sit still. And I also like to do mindful moving meditations, um, but it's my goal to be able to now start bringing more breathing exercises in is what I've been incorporating um, to dive deeper in that element that is getting me in that natural meditative state, which I thought I could never get to, right? But it is possible with practice and just like all these things, it's a practice. And so practice more, get deeper. You don't get good at things overnight. It's it's continual practice. For sure. Practice. You don't become a pro surfer overnight. Oh no. <laughs> okay. What's Mental. the next? Mental. We're reading. We're reading. I, the thing books, that comes yeah. up with me to dive deeper automatically with the reading of personal development books is every personal development book has exercises at the end of the chapters. It's the work. Do the work in the book. I promise it's oh, yeah. woo. Because you can read and read and read all the things and the repetition is, it is great. It's really action. the action, but the reading is very powerful. Sometimes I even listen and read at the same time just so I can visually read. But then I know there's a lot of us that are very audible and we listen to a lot of books. And so sometimes for me, I've, I've learned to do that together. Yeah. And we can get through so many books and you can just learn can so learn. much. You could sign up for a seminar, a workshop, a class, personal development. I mean, get free. Go to Tony Robbins seminar. Do something. You can really dive deep into the mindset and the mental element um, so many ways. Yeah. Emotional element. And that's journaling. So there's, with journaling. Diving deeper, there's so many different ways. Because sometimes it's just, or just checklist, mm -hmm. right? Because some people are like, ah, they don't want to write out their feelings. They don't want a dear diary. And it doesn't have to look like journaling like that. And sometimes people see that, that take, that's time. That's time out of my day. Um, really, it can be preparing at night. Some people like to prepare at night for their next day. It could be just like getting your day out or writing down how you felt about the day. Going through all of the elements. Just going over your checklist and just like, did I do that? Writing it out. I think if you're, you dive deeper, you're being, you could be called to do something more with your emotions. If you need to go deeper than that and journaling is not enough, or maybe if you are just really good at writing a to-do list, but you are resistant to journaling, which by the way, is the number one thing I hear people resistant in the program. It's the journaling. Look at that and really commit, commit that once a week, I'm going to write down my feelings and look at them. Uh, we hide, we like to hide from them, bury them, and they kind of manifest in our physical body sometimes. So if that's happening to you, we have so many people on the podcast that all goes back to that. And really at the basis, it's our emotions. Emotions, oh, yeah. Control our thoughts. Our thoughts create emotions. Our emotions create our reality. Makes me think of Lori's episode, Aaron's episode, like everybody, because everybody's so connected. And I just wanted to jump in real quick and mention on the relational element episode with Jen Hurst. At the end of that episode, she actually shares a link, a download link where you can download a journal. Because even though that was the relational element, right. 
Oh, like you said, it all comes back Mm -hmm. to journaling in a lot of ways. That's a lot of ways that we process our emotions and our mental and relational and understanding ourselves and who we are and how we relate to other people is to actually write it down. So go back to the relational episode and those show notes. She shares a link of a workbook that helps you to journal. And that's been, that's awesome. It's been amazing amazing for me because I've worked with Jen and the cluster journaling is huge because there's different, like I said, there's different ways of writing things down and uh, the cluster journal is like kind of like a, a brain memories to brainstorm you like this means this and this means that so yeah definitely check that out because that's helped me to be able to process a, a number of yes. number of emotions because I'll be I'll be there like dear diary and it kind of just brain dumping and letting stuff out and then all of a sudden I will keep having like a feeling that I feel like I'm not quite getting it out then I'll just start cluster journaling right there thank you for reminding me that Courtney that's a really good tool I think when we think about journaling it's like I do have to write like a dear diary or a paragraph but what I learned from Jen was it could be bullet points it can be clustering it can there's lots of different ways to write pen to paper and still be getting those thoughts and feelings out of you in a journaling form it doesn't have to look like a handwritten paragraph you know yeah exactly I did work with Jen and she had me anytime I was triggered because I was responding, I noticed myself responding with anger. And anger usually means fear. But um, I was noticing a lot of anger come up. So anytime I was feeling like a trigger, something causing a low vibrational emotion, right? It's something we don't want, really want. We want to, even though we're going to have them, we need to be able to be aware, witness them, let them go. Um, I was reacting and not taking that pause. And so when I'm triggered, it, she had me cluster journal and you write that in the middle and then what brought it on and any single, th- you know, right in the middle in a circle, what happened? And then draw little legs and little circles, just like you did when you were like writing a big, huge essay back in the day when we had to write those out, right? <laughs> Brainstorm. And so it can kind of show you what is the root cause. So then you can really look at that and uh, see what's causing those emotions to arise repeatedly in the patterns. Oh, the relational one. And we touched on that one. But one thing I wanted to say was, please don't be afraid to get out there and join a group, join a group, join a club, join a, join a hike, join a dance class. I know we kind of talked about that, but it really, and just with our encounters of people and just what's been going on and people have been inside and then been telling themselves that, you know, I don't know, becoming fearful, thinking that. I don't know. They're not ready to go out. You know what I'm saying? We have two new, I know what you're thinking of exactly, because we have two new encounters, two new friends that we've just experienced, right? They're they're stories. We met someone who's new to a group and we went out and got lunch with her and she was sharing that for two years she's lived here and hasn't really met anybody. She's worked and gone home. It was during COVID. She was isolating, didn't have anyone. She'd, you know, gone through divorce, on her own living here. And when she happened upon this group of people, it was life-changing for her. She couldn't believe that this whole community was here and she just has instant support and instant friends. And so people are looking for people. They really yeah. are. Um, and then we had another story too that this is actually my friend and she always just works out by herself. She's never worked out with anybody. Like, no, I'm going to work out by myself with an app or whatever. And we've kind of like gotten her to come out and play a little bit of pickleball and gotten her to do some things. And I was with her the other day and she goes, you know what? It's kind of annoying. And I'm like, what? And she's like, I don't like working out by myself anymore. It's not fun. If I'm not going to work, I only want to work out with people. So now she's like hiking in the pickleball and doing more classes and things. And so sometimes it's just getting out of our comfort zone and all of a sudden realizing, oh, this is, this is okay. There's people like me and they're fun and we can play. Yeah, and it's so beautiful how that taps in and the other elements too. And yeah. it makes me think of my, it's like my class. It's like dancing. Yeah. You know, I'm working on all my elements in there and mm-hmm. 
it's so beautiful when you can see that. So yeah, and that's why I love about the community. And it's not only for accountability, it's to, and resources, but it's to let you know you're, you're you're safe, you're wanted, you're needed. There's a group of people in here that are going through the same stuff. And if you need any suggestions or any support, you got it. Yeah, I have a question about that. So what would you say to people who are maybe a little bit insecure? They see this beautiful community, they see it online, they're watching it, and there's always pictures and videos and amazing and everyone looks so connected and united but what would you say to those who are like uh, I want to come I want to join but I don't know that I would fit in and what you're mentioning Trish is step out of your comfort zone and join us but how what would you say to someone who is trying to step out of their comfort zone and and what can they do to do that really the way is we're just here you just reach out and say, hey, I would love to get a smoothie. Let's go on a walk. Let's connect. We want you to feel welcome. This whole group is the most welcoming group I've ever met in my life. Just instant friends. But if you like, for example, we have a full moon hike tonight, right? It's a seven elements full moon hike. I usually do post, hey, let me know if you want to ride or get together. But if, if we don't personally know you, grab a friend. Grab a friend and say, hey, let's go on this hike together because sometimes there's safety with a friend. Bring a little buddy with you and be like, let's go check out this new hike with these people. Um, you don't have to do it alone. You don't have to do it alone. Yeah, it can seem very scary and overwhelming. This was a huge thing for me. Like I would I would sit there for hours like, am I going to go? Am I not going to go? I, I went through a lot of that in my in my lifetime. And when I say to this now is like, I get so excited because I never know who I'm going to meet. I never know. I never know what shift I'm going to have because I got to talk to somebody that I didn't know and where they've been or what they've been through. It's really about getting in front of people and sharing your stories because we're all here to love on each other and get us through this life, MacGyver through this life, even though it's fearful. And I've, I've been this way because I'm like, okay, I know it's going to feel uncomfortable. My body's going to show me that I'm not safe, but I know that I am and I'm going to face everything and rise. That's what I do with fear. I face everything and rise. So I just offer, I ask you to try it out to face everything and rise and, and grab someone like Trish says and, and show up, yeah. show up at something and, and see what happens. It could, it could be this, it could be the timing. And if you're feeling like I want to go, but I don't know, I say go. <laughs> yeah. Unless it really doesn't resonate, but it's really like what resonates. You know, if you're feeling like, no, this isn't a good deal. But if you had a, a feeling that this is a crowd I want to be around or that maybe I need something like this. If it's that kind of thought, I say go with it for sure. Yeah. And just feel like if you are in an event, free community event, and you show up, come up, say hi. Believe me, we're going to give you the biggest hug. <laughs> we're going to get to know you, and um, we're not scary. None of us are scary. Yeah, just know that we all have insecurities, like Courtney said, even us. And that's why we do this, and that's why we, I throw myself in front of people is because I want others to know that it's okay to be comfortable with being uncomfortable because you never know the comfort and safety that you can find. And everybody in this group was a complete stranger to me just a couple of years ago. This is mm. completely all new to me. And this all started actually right during COVID yeah. when everyone was in lockdown and we were wanting to get out and we were wanting to connect and we were wanting to be in nature. So we started a hiking group. That's how it really did start. We started meeting for hikes with people locally and just friends would start adding friends who we didn't know and other people would start adding people to the group. And so someone would post a hike and we'd show up and we might not even know anyone there. And that was so cool because we started meeting people and having things in common and building relationships and it started building a natural community that way with complete strangers really. And so like Lacey said, you never know who you're going to meet and I've met some of my dear dearest friends that just show up that were complete strangers on these hikes and things so for sure yeah, yeah we really went off on the relational Ooh, that is important. huge it's is really important and they all and they're all integrated but the next one is nutritional and we were talking about integrations integrations is like to me intermittent fasting 
or maybe cutting out, you know, we, we talk a lot about cutting out sugar, but there's so many other things that we could eliminate that are harmful, um, toxins, things like that, or things that we can add that would benefit us greatly. When we started this program, we go, it was seven servings of fruits and vegetables a day. And we had to eliminate like that because the standard American diet is not, uh, our guts are not used to that. And so people could not, they just were quitting before they could get started. And so we had to change it to something that would actually, we wanted something that'd be so impactful to someone's health and limiting sugar is that. However, there's so many more ways to dive deeper into the nutritional element and look at, look at you, look at your own personal diet and what it's like and take an inventory because everyone's is going to be different of what they need to do. It's always changing. We're always evolving. Lacey, you just did an elemental diet, like a reset. Like it was pretty insane, but (laughs) our body told her she needed to do a reset. She did. She did like a 14 day fast. Yeah. Cause I tried the intermittent fasting and different things. And sometimes you just need to reset. Mine was about eating after a certain time and, and sleep, which we'll get into with the physical element a little bit, but yeah, it's like, what is good for your body? It really was. It was finding out what my body needed and how much of it, the nutrients, like you said, like they might be able to, you might need to put some things in, you might need to take some things out for sure. What if when you're talking about intermittent fasting, what if we say just a suggestion would be try not to eat past 7 p.m. every night, keep with number seven. I know we've had at our event a while ago, we had a, a speaker that talked about not eating food past 7 p.m. at night so that you could sleep better or digestive system got a break. So that's something that is definitely integrating in the nutritional that is a very simple but very straightforward. So when you're talking about intermittent fasting, I think that term is overwhelming sometimes, but just to say... Just be mindful to not eat food or any solid after 7 p.m. Maybe just drink. Maybe not too much water, remember? (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) Because if you listen to the nutritional episode, which we just released, and if you haven't listened, oh, so good. Yeah, I was just going to say, if you haven't checked out that one, if you want to know more about the water and sugar, definitely check out that nutritional episode. That was was an amazing episode. How else I want (laughs) to, other ways that I want to dive deeper in my nutritional element is, is the meal planning. Prepping. Meal prepping, prepping and planning, because it's been my whole lifetime of developing the relationship with food. And sometimes the way that you prefer to eat requires meal prep. And with sometimes when you don't have the other elements in line, that was one, that was a hard one for me. So diving deeper for me is, is meal, meal prep, because that's, I know that the key to eating clean is meal prep have to prepare there's just no way if you're going to decide to eat clean there's no it's like a very few places that you can go eat um and get something quick you have to be prepared for the cravings and all that i would say if you ton of it dives right into the financial element too Mm -hmm. and with the intermittent fasting what you were talking about it doesn't have to be every day either you might just be like i'm going to try this two or three times a week and start there intermittent fasting is one of the most important things that we can do um our body is either resting digesting or repairing and eliminating toxins and so I, that's a huge lifestyle suggestion that I always recommend to people for the nutritional element when I'm going over like epigenetics reports and things. And that is, you know, like she says, seven, it's usually four hours before you go to bed, start there. But if you can't, if that's too hard, two, two hours before and work your way up to a smaller eating window. Sure. Yeah. I like that. All right. What's after nutritional is the physical element. You go well, dude. Oh man. 
<laughs> we talk a lot and <laughs> we've heard in the a lot of the testimonies and I mean L Dub Club, I've been doing it for twelve years. I mean, this is kind of where the elements came from. Like I said, I see everybody living their elements and it's it's beautiful to move your body and to move your spirit, mind, and your body. But with the physical element, moving that energy through and there's so many different ways to do it. And it doesn't have to be a hard, intense workout either, you know. No, but if you were diving deeper, it could be. Maybe you're gonna do a thirty day plank challenge, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe you are constantly working out hard and you're like a CrossFitter and you need to start a yoga program or a stretching program. That's again, meeting you where you're at and Mm -hmm. diving deeper. Yep. Because that's where I'm at. I obviously don't need to do a lot more physical activity. I play pickleball, I hike, dance. We do all the things. My diving deeper is restorative. Restorative exercises and sleep, 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 sleep and more sleep. Yeah. Rest and recovery for you. Recovery. Because how many of us go and go and go and go, whether we think we have to or whether we feel like we're designed that way, we are powerful human beings and we will generate and we're first to let ourselves go. I I confess. (laughs) Right. So really diving deeper for, I think for most people could be restorative. Remember to keep that, keep surfing. You need to be able to get on the board. <laughs> yeah, at least six to eight hours. We're going to need to have a sleep expert on soon. I definitely yeah. think for this. Element. And restore, you know, like there's so many different modalities too and help your physical body yeah. along with all the other elements that we do. Well, and I love how the physical element has shifted more lately to be instead of a consecutive workout, Yeah, it's to you, move your body. And when we think about the physical element, it's everything about your body. There's so many ways to help and support your body. It doesn't have to be a workout. It can be a workout, but I like how you guys have kind of incorporated that and integrated it a little bit into more focus on the physical body as a whole. I love it. For sure. I think for me, I, I we can get in a rut too with our physical element and that's where the diving deeper comes in is I've kind of done the same workouts for mm, seven years now. My body's pretty used to it. I love it. It's my endorphins. It's my happy place when I do certain things, but pushing myself out of my comfort zone, making my body guess really <laughs> has an impact on your workouts. For sure. I say that in my class all the time. Like when I have subs or, or go try out different classes, cause your body responds to different movements. Like you said, it gets used to it. So you want to throw stuff in there so you can yeah. work out your bodies in different ways. Even with your class, you say, if you're used to this, grab weights, yeah. challenge yeah. yourself. Challenge yourself. Yeah. All right. Physical. And then lastly is financial. This has been my biggest one too, to dive deeper. And there's so many different ways. What we were talking about the other day is that we always talk about, oh, you can go get financial advisors and stay away from your extra coffee. Uh, We were talking about really. There's so many different ways that you can dive deeper in this. I love the things that I see where I see getting kids involved or where every time the kid wants to get a treat or a Slurpee or a snow cone or something, instead they're putting it in a jar and Mm. saving it for maybe a trip or something fun so the kids can see the value of like it's not you know they're excited to give up the treat um there's financial things with you could take seminars and podcasts or do a challenge in your own family to save for a goal for something together and even if like you feel like you have your financial element unlock I think teaching that to your kids because we're not taught that in school I mean at least when I went to and my kids are not being taught that either they're not being taught anything about financial right how the world works how credit works, how bank accounts are safe right. and nothing. They don't know any of those things. And so taking those opportunities, what teach what you are learning along the way to your kids too. I love that. I, I love think that. there's a lot of fear surrounded by financial. We just had a guest that shared she didn't want to have a lot of money because she was scared about 
what that would look like and what people would think of her and how she would use that. So I think just to have a healthy relationship with money is a good goal to have. And on our financial element episode, which is at the point of this recording, hasn't been released yet, but we have recorded it. And I'm so excited Mm. for everyone to hear that one. We had Jeff Fieldstad on and he talked about manifesting. And that's kind of like a buzzword right now. But he really tied it in to a lot of the spiritual element in the sense that money is like an exchange. It's a value. Mm. It's what do you value in your life? And I think we get so tied to like the tangible, like dollar amount, like the physical meaning behind money and all that emotion that comes with it, but to just use it as a valuable trade and to really think, what do I want? What do I want to create Mm -hmm. And to kind of put it out there that this is what I want to create for my family, for my myself, my for my career. And this is what I'm going to need financially to make that happen. And even if you don't tangibly have that, how do I create that? You know, and to really put that out there, maybe use part of your spiritual meditation to really put that out there and try to create that. And then you meet someone or someone comes into your life or an experience Mm -hmm. happens where suddenly you have some financial income that you weren't even expecting and that just showed up for you. And that's where I think it's really exciting to look at all of the elements and all encompassing. And when you're really focusing on all of them, you're really supporting yourself in a balance completely. Yeah. So I was looking at it. I've always looked at money as an energy, right? And I've learned how to put it out there and create abundance, like blessing my bills. Like you hear me talk about that a lot about, you know, putting it out there and know that it's flowing and it's coming back and writing down the affirmations and having that spiritual connection. And what I learned recently, and you said it was more about having a relationship with money. And I didn't know, I don't know if it was looking at it so much as I was fearful of it. I just wasn't aware that I wasn't treating it as a relationship. Like, hey, I'm money. Money's like, I come up when you need me for rent tomorrow morning, you know? Like, you want you want to do with me then. You want to say, hey, money, where you at? <laughs> for that. But it's like, yeah. it, it's like, hey, I want to heal and serve too. Let's create, I want to be abundant. I want to serve, like throw me, throw me somewhere over there. Like, where do I got to go? Yeah. You know, Lace right? and I just went to this, like a two and a half day workshop, amazing. um, living your magic workshop. And we got to explore our relationship with money. And that, that was, was re- kind of like have a conversation as it if was money really cool. was there. And it was, it was really eye opening. And, and she was right talking about manifestation and or goals or whatever you want to call it. But here's the thing exactly like you can, you could be completely not know your car's broken down and not know how you're going to come up with the money, but you make it happen exactly like you said and why can't we be doing that daily the other way <laughs> why can't we be doing it the other day why don't we create and create and it also made me realize too that we think of so much of abundance or finance we think of money but i feel so rich in life i feel so rich in relationships and everything like right everything is abundant right. and when you're putting out there it's creating the flow and that's why we that's why i like to put it at the end and start with spiritual and go spiritual mental emotional relational nutritional physical financial yeah is because like when we're pouring into all of these ones and they're so integrated, you find that when you're really enhancing each element that your financial one is is flowing. 
And it's hard to know what to do and where to invest and how to do it. I mean, it does take some study into talking to some people and listening to some podcasts because there's a lot of different things out there, scams. People don't know, you know, do I invest in crypto? Do I invest in blockchain? What is this? What? And hopefully in the future, we're going to have some really good podcasts and all that stuff too, because NFT, what, what is all these things? What do they mean? We get to, we get to learn what these things mean. It's important to know, to have knowledge about what is out there. Yeah. Face everything and rise that element as well and find the resource that resonates with you that's going to take you to that next level for you in your element right Mm -hmm. yeah and I like what you were saying how they kind of all build on each other and the financial is actually the the last one but I would say maybe the final one and it's kind of like you you know it's like you hit your wagon to this you hit your wagon to that and you've got like you know and you rattled them off so good I can't rattle them off as good as you spiritual mental emotional relationship yeah put them in order on the shirt and everything just so I can remember (laughs) and it's one thing that I got down but yeah but because financials hitched to that hitch to all the others, yeah. it's going to naturally flow with it. And you're going to see results. Sometimes that you may not even expect yeah. opportunities will just show up. And if you are fully present in all of these other areas, when that shows up for you, it's like, oh yeah, thank you. You and know, give yourselves grace and, and sometimes go back and look what you've written down and you'll see what you've manifested. And like, you'll see those shifts because you, they're so slight And that's how the new norm comes along. But looking back at it, you can see, or like, that's when I pay attention to other people's elements too, to be like, oh, oh yeah, I love that. I, oh wait, I haven't been doing that. I was doing that, but I wasn't doing that. So it kind of like, there's another accountability piece there too. Looking back in the new norm, we don't see ourselves transform, right? We don't, it's so slow. Sometimes we can't see it. And that's what I've noticed Um, as I'll see people that are in my life that have, you know, you know, you've heard these testimonies, they're losing 60 pounds, their mindset has shifted, their, their whole entire world has shifted, but they can't see it. Even when they look in the mirror, sometimes they can't see themselves. It's a thing. And sometimes the people closest to us too can't see those shifts, but new people will come in and be like, oh my gosh, you're so amazing. We're always growing or we're decaying. Lace and I are growing every day. We are doing these elements and diving deeper. Um, we see you. We, we want you guys to know that we do see you doing the work and um, being and transforming and you are different, but the same better versions of you. And just to keep, just to remember how far you've come and to reflect back and look at those previous journal entries. Like she said, look at, the, take pictures of yourself. You will glow differently. Integrate that. Maybe it's a freaking taking a picture every day. Uh, like we had to do for 75 hard and looking back at the difference. And it's, it's about an inner glow an inner beauty that radiates out when you really take care of yourself. For real. I'm going to get real. We are on the world here, (laughs) but it's about, it's about love. It's about loving yourself. It's about being proud of yourself and recognizing in others, like tell people, tell people how proud of them you are and tell yourself that too. It makes a big difference. Thank you both. You are the heart behind this whole thing. And as far as the podcast goes, we've had lots of many different guests, but I just, I need to make sure everyone knows that your heart is behind each and every episode. Every guest that comes in are people that have touched your lives and that you've learned from and that you want to share with all of our listeners. And so I just want to emphasize that, that you are so behind the scenes of this podcast and I'm so grateful for you. I know everybody that knows you and is interacted with you and learn from you is so grateful for you so thank you so much for sharing all of this today do you have any final thoughts as we finish up just i'm i'm honored and i'm grateful 
and I'm grateful for this opportunity to heal and serve. And we're open. We're always open to anybody who needs this. I may take a long time to respond back to you, but I will. <laughs> I'm here for you. Message me, the community, anyone on the testimonies and podcasts would love to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah. I think right now the world is in kind of a crazy place. We're all going through some really hard things. I don't know what's shifting and things are shifting right now. And to have this community has been such a great blessing. So the invitation is there. <laughs> it's remember, there. Remember, live your elements, right? Just be you, be your true authentic self. Just be. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have to say that. I have to talk about it all the time. Thank you both well, for thank being Thank you, Courtney. Here. You're amazing. Thank you. To connect with us, join our private Facebook group. This is a group where you will find ideas, be able to ask questions, and find the support of a like-minded community. We also have monthly local element events where we feature a different element each month and we bring in specialized speakers. And these events will be live streamed exclusively into this group. And if you're local, we also plan a lot of fun activities in the group, such as hikes, pickleball, vision board nights. You can also join our Instagram page at 7 Elements of Wellness. Find out about upcoming events, to look for inspiration, motivational quotes, and a lot of shares. Make sure to check out our website at 7elementsofwellness.com. Here you can join our newsletter, which will give you updates on upcoming podcasts, articles on health and wellness, and the latest local events. You can also check out our website for the seven-day challenge. So every month we begin a new challenge from the first of the month to the seventh of the month because most people can do anything for seven days, right? The best thing is that we have a community to support you because we know that having accountability buddies is where it's at. Right, so after the seven days, we're going to choose a winner from one of our amazing sponsors. And then from there, you're going to see how many days in a row you can flow. If you'd like to create your own seven elements of wellness community where you live, reach out to us. We'd love to help you get it started. The Seven Elements of Wellness podcast is created and produced entirely by volunteers who are passionate about sharing this message and assisting you on your journey to feel good more than you don't. If you would like to contribute to helping us continue to bring amazing content through this podcast and community events, we would love your support. You can find us on Venmo under our business account at Life Integrated. Any donation is so greatly appreciated and we thank you so much. 